This is a podcast from Sin Media. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Good morning, Gus. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> and don't look at me like that either. That was bizarre. Uh, well, good morning. Yes, good morning. <laughs> and good morning to our, to our listeners, even yeah. the one in uh, Marysville in the USA. Maryland. Mary's Maryland. Maryland. Marysville is a suburb in Marysville is a suburb in Victoria. Greater Western Victoria. I'm not even sure if it's Greater Western. It's in Victoria though. Yeah. The bushfires happened there. Anyways, great too start. Early to be talking about bushfires. <laughs> great start. But let's jump right into it because we're running a bit behind. Gus. Get this right. It's cooked. Boiled, fried, and baked. How can you expect something like that? That to be cooked at the same time. Is someone taking the piss? Gus, is someone <laughs> taking the piss this week? Well, it felt like they were, Eddie, mm-hmm. because things, uh, once again, were bizarre. Um, I, I tried to get a give train the other- Give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. I tried- Whoa, dude, settle down. <laughs> I tried to get a, a train the other day to mm-hmm. a Flagstaff station, um, but trains in Melbourne City were brought to a standstill yeah, this I week heard about this. as the police responded to reports of a gunman. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned out it was just a, a busker with a didgeridoo in his bag performing breathing exercises. <laughs> That's unfortunate. It's That's- fair enough, though. I, w- I would have loved to hear that triple zero call. Hi, yes, there's a gunman at Flagstar Station, circular breathing into a, a big rifle and trying to sell me CDs. <laughs> so that was weird. That was weird. Brought Melbourne to a standstill. Yeah, did you like my little, my little voice? Up that was, yeah, it was weird. I'd prefer if you didn't do that again. Yeah. If we're going to ban things from each other. Um, but Gus, something else happened this week. It was a woman named Jo Cameron uh, was discovered she to have- happened. No, she was discovered to have a mutant gene, uh, as in she feels no pain and suffers no scarring. So, she's like a really useless member of the X-Men. Jealous. (laughs) So, Jo Cameron first caught doctor's attention when, at age 65, she sought treatment for a hip problem, uh, which doctors later found out to be severely arthritic and needed replacing. Arthritic? Arthritic. <laughs> yeah, arthritic. Arthritic. That's not a word. <laughs> arthritic. Um, the discomfort would usually have been debilitating, and after a second painless surgery, doctors at the hospital were like, wow, bro, you, like, totally chill and stuff. <laughs> so, alongside her extensive medical history, she reported numerous burns and cuts without pain, often smelling her burning flesh Ooh. before noticing any injury, and these wounds healed quickly with little or no scarring. So, she- <laughs> So, she was kind of like, bugger, that's not chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So, the doctors think the reason for this can be found um, in two two mutations of her DNA because she's a freak. Um, There is is a gene that they're already aware of called the fatty acid amide hydrolyze. Hydrolase? Seems like you've got a mutation in your brain. (laughs) Can you pronounce any of these words? Or F-A-A-H, far for short, which plays a role in pain and, and, and mood. In Joe Cameron's case, a second gene, which is previously thought to have no purpose, appears to turn off the far gene. Um, do you know what the doctors have called the far gene? Oh, I imagine they put a... Far out. <laughs> Why? 
because it turns it off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, nice, mate. That was very medical of you. Thank you. Um, Joe has also scored a zero in anxiety and depression and never uh, panics in dangerous situations like in a recent car accident. Um, she is reported being a little bit absent-minded, <laughs> possibly due to, you know, might have something to relate it to the car accident, uh, and sometimes forgets her keys or loses her train of thought. Well, I... I that was very interesting, but at the same time, I'm so sick of hearing about <laughs> jeans. <laughs> I've got blue jeans. <laughs> Don't call her a freak again. <laughs> what about this one, Eddie? Last one. One Nation staffers are being caught out in a sting by Al Jazeera. Uh, reps from One Nation were shown essentially talking about accepting money from America's National Rifle Association in return for promoting the interests of gun owners in Australia. Uh, they've since expressed their outrage that a foreign-owned entity is messing around in our politics. I repeat, one nation who were caught on camera selling influence to an American gun lobby are pissed off about foreign interference. (laughs) (laughs) The one nation sufferer at the centre of the scandal defended his actions, saying he had been on the beers. And don't you just hate that when you go out for a few suds and you end up in negotiations with America's (laughs) National Rifle Association? That happens to me all the time. I've spent a few guilt-ridden Sundays kicking myself. Oh, what happened last night, mate? Did I get into high-level negotiations with the NRA about relaxing Australia's gun laws? What did you do last Saturday after you left that R&B club? Oh, I just went and got a kebab. Actually, before that, I went to a hotel room with gun lobbyists to discuss political donations, and then I got a kebab. Oh, man, are you going to see that band this weekend? Nah, dude, I can't. I can't. I'm meeting the NRA. I think we get the point. Uh, we get the picture. Okay. okay. This is Rem- Rem- meeting the NRA in the- on SID the- 90.7. <laughs> this is a problematic subject. Due to some confusing, boring legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the knee-slapping tracks that are played on air. To dance along with us in the studio, you'll need to listen live. Tune your radio dial to 90.7 or stream it online at sin.org.au. That was the Murlocs with Problematic Subject. This I was going to ask what song that was. I love it. <laughs> I just told you. Yeah. Problematic Subject. Like wedding um, song. By the Murlocs. <laughs> this is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. That's it. And welcome back. Uh, Eddie, this week uh, you may have seen on the news, Theresa May promised to step down from the Prime Ministership if her Brexit withdrawal plan was accepted. Um, mm-hmm. You may not have cared. Uh, well, I kind of care, but not really. Yeah, not really. Like, like I do, but it's- but it's more about you know what am I having for lunch? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Brexit. Oh no. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this whole thing basically came after an email was leaked from um, a member of her party discussing plans to replace her. Essentially, a voter has emailed a bunch of MPs all in one email. You know, I don't know what they were saying. And one particular MP in this list has replied candidly about toppling her by clicking reply all. <laughs> you know that of the email where it sends yeah. it out to everyone? So <laughs> I didn't know that's those, how it came out. Yeah, all of those MPs um, has have received this email <laughs> and so she's got on the jump foot. Uh, the front foot, the jump foot. <laughs> but essentially... Uh, he's a victim of one of the most dangerous computer functions. Hell, Eddie, I don't like exaggerating. You know me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but okay. I would go as far as to say it is the most dangerous thing. I'm not sure if it's the most dangerous it's thing. Bar nothing. More dangerous than snakes. No. More I'd dangerous s- than I'm not sh- smoking no. at a petrol station. I, 
I think there's probably more dangerous things. More it's dangerous unfortunate. Things. Yeah. It's unfortunate. It actually happened to a friend of ours this week. Oh, really? Yeah. So, a friend of ours who started a, a new job, who will remain la- nameless for now. <laughs> um, so, he started a new job at, at his workplace and he was looking to get paid for his first two weeks. Yeah, and yeah. he instead clicked reply all and sent his bank details asking for money <laughs> to the entire company where he's just started working. <laughs> and so, people started responding back to him, sending him small donations, <laughs> being like, yeah, mate, no worries. <laughs> That's a really bad. You want a sandwich? <laughs> I mean, um, that uh, similar thing also happened to my mum, who's a, a school teacher, and um, and she kept on getting these these emails, and she wasn't sure where they were coming from, and so she started emailing Reply All, saying, "Does anyone oh, know no. who Donna Trepley is?" And uh, to, to Reply All. Yeah. So, so Donna Trepley also who, gets this. Who's, who's Donna Trepley? And she's walking around, like, asking the other teachers, who the hell is Donna Trepley? Why am I getting emails? And everyone's like, I don't know who Donna... They figured out at the end that she's been getting emails from do not reply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Margie. <laughs> How bad is that? <laughs> Donna Trepley. <laughs> Oh my! Well, if you've had anything like that happen to you, let us know. Text <laughs> me. Text me. You got. God you knows my mum doesn't listen. MICF. This is dumb boy. You proud of me now, Mum? Francesca Gonzalez on Breaking Bread with Gusnet on Sin ninety point seven. That was anything that isn't you by him, and at the top was Dumb Boy by Francesca Gonzalez. Mm. <laughs> Gonzalez. It's a fun name to say. Yeah, 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 you don't sister. have to like that. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. I don't have to. But Moving I do. on. Eddie, um, every week just about, I pester you um, about doing a giveaway or competition of sorts. Yes, you do. I have often asked uh, people to send me their bank details. And I wish you didn't. Yeah. Uh, but this week, we, we've followed through with it and we've we've run our first promotional giveaway competition. We have. We had a quite a response. So <laughs> you could say that. Yeah, we had quite a response. Well people did respond. Yeah. So Which we- is a response. Quite <laughs> a response. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we ran a competition on Instagram and we had some yeah. people send in their numbers to go in the draw to win some tickets to our guest today, being yeah. the brothers from Game Boy. Um, and we have picked one of those numbers and we're gonna call them right now. Yeah we play <laughs> Yeah. It's a game where well, we just <laughs> ask for people's phone numbers. <laughs> Pretty much. That was the gist of it. So, if everyone can bear with me. Who have we... Who have, so, we're, going, we're doing this live. Yeah, we're doing this right now. Okay. Okay. So, we are calling Nick from Brunswick. Okay? Nick from Brunswick. <sighs> I'm nervous. This first on-air competition giveaway. Yeah. Well, this is my first time using a phone, so just give me a second. <laughs> this is your first time using... <laughs> Any phone. Any, like, any phone. Okay, so we got one number. Yeah. I should really get you to read this. Did you say Nick or Dick? <laughs> no. Nick. Oh. Not like, not Richard. like Tracy. Okay. I hope I don't mess up and call him Dick. Okay. Is it ringing? Yeah, it's, it's ringing. ringing. That's good. It's not a fake number. Hello, Nick speaking. Hello. Nick. Nick. Uh, Nick, this is Eddie from Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed. How are you doing? From Gus and Ed? Yeah. <laughs> You're live on air guys, at the moment. Oh, guys, Ed and Gus, from, uh, Gus and Ed are calling me. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys. Nick, hey. settle down, buddy. Um, 
Oh, now, as you God. know, you participated. I love you guys, in... I love you guys by the way. I mate, listen every Saturday mate, we're talking. At 11. Buddy, we're talking. Every Saturday. Mate. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you, we Sorry. ran a competition on Instagram. Um, to win tickets to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival to see our guests, uh, Game Boys, oh. who will be joining us soon, and you posted your phone number. And guess what, mate? You've won two what? tickets. I won. If yeah, if yes, if you can uh, oh. pass oh, the next challenge, mm-hmm. which is essentially just a movie question. I mean, these these uh, comedians that we have in their whole shtick is about. Famous movies, and all you need to do yeah. to win tickets to their show is answer one trivia question. Are you ready? Hit me. Okay. Hit me. Yeah. You prepared? Yeah. Is this everything you built up mate. for in your life? I've, I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Okay. Okay. Which movie won the 2017 Oscar for Best Picture? Best Picture. Yes, Picture, which is a movie. It's a movie. Best Picture means movie. Wasn't that long ago? Um, was it The Revenant? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, oh sorry, out. mate. Sorry, mate. You were so close there. What was it? It, it was, was Moonlight. Moonlight. <laughs> and we, we were, Moonlight. We were gonna... I didn't yeah. see that one. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Um, geez, you haven't won the tickets. Wait, um, so I don't get anything? No, no, you don't get... Uh, how about a song request? Yeah, what would you like? We'll play anything you like. Um, can you play this band called Alfonso? Can you play Be Mine? Yeah, Be we mine, got that coming up right for you right now, Nick. This is You Can't Always Beautiful. Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. <laughs> Thanks for participating, Nick. No worries. That was You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. This is Breaking Bread mm. with Gus and Ed. And uh, just before that, you heard Nick absolutely... Um, Miss his chance to win free tickets. Our first giveaway. He stuffed it up. Yeah. But next next week, uh, the prize will be jackpotting. So we'll be giving away twenty tickets to <laughs> <laughs> Game Boys, and we've got Josh in here from um, Game Boys, which is uh, a comedy show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, a lot of awards there, Josh. Um, yes, two. <laughs> two awards. Uh, thanks for having me in. Uh, yes, we kicked off uh, two nights ago, so we had our second night last night. It's uh, been going great guns, which is good. So can you give us a little a little synopsis of, of um, what it's all about, what your show's all about? Yeah, so generally what we kind of, the pitch, I'm still working out the pitch as we start, started flying <laughs> yesterday, so I'm starting to run it through my head. Um, pretty much, if you're a bit bored of straight stand-up, you want something a bit different. So it's really high energy, really fun show. Um, it's called Cine- the Game Boy Cinematic Universe, and so it's kind of like our take on the movies pretty much. So we've done video games like the last four years, because um, we are big gamers and love that, and then we sort of transitioned to films. Um, but the setup is, it's like we're going on a, a studio backlot tour, so like the Warner Brothers studio backlot tour on the trolley car. We sort yeah, of take yeah. you around the studio. Um, and just do a bunch of the good parts stuff. of Hollywood. I the best right. oh, yes. yeah. we did. We did have a wide Steve joke <laughs> that made it to the test show, and went, "Hey, maybe not." Yeah. We we actually discussed whether to make such a joke um, on air. Yeah, and we, and we like, said no, but yeah. now we've gone yeah. ahead and no. You made the yeah. right choice, definitely. Yeah. We got a few well, we're here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you did mention that your last four shows have all been 
based around video games, hence yep. the Game Boy's title. Did you think about bloody changing the name <laughs> of the show once no, you swapped to actually, movies? No, no, actually, it's quite clever because we do a lot of... Okay, no, is it? Here we go. No, in, in retrospective, we've worked it out. Um, we So we do a lot of... There's a fair bit of audience participation. It's all very, you know, light touch for a you know, nice-spirited. Like, we don't make fun of everyone. Everyone's in it together and, and all in for a good time. Um, and so, the whole Game Boy Sig, we're kind of like, oh, yeah, because we play games with the audience. And so, we do sort of fun stuff like that. So, at one point, we do, like, an audition. And so, we get some people up to do, like, a fake audition and stuff like that. So, it's all really, really fun-natured and fun-spirited, which is great. How cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I like how you retroactively made a good name. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great. It's worked out really well because some people, like, we found that the gaming stuff can be a bit off-putting. But, like, all our shows we write, they're super accessible. Like, we write the kind of show that anyone will enjoy. You don't need, like, we set everything up. There's no sort of prior knowledge you need. And we're really conscious of that because we want anyone who comes to the show to be able mm. to enjoy the show. So you can, you know, get, you know, uh, friends and be like, oh, my, my brother would love that or my sister or my mm. partner, whatever. Like, it's really nice when those people come along and then they see and they go, oh, shit, this. I know someone oh, who'd enjoy mate. this. And, oh, <laughs> so have you um, with your with your past shows that we mentioned? You know, they have been about games, and I think you did one about on esports as well. Yeah. Um, did you find that that this is kind of like more of an appeal to a bigger audience because they are more niche topics, and even though they you have an accessible show, it is more of a niche thing that you might want to go along to. Well, the thing, yeah. So the the naming of the shows is so crucial. Like last year it was Wide World of Esports, but. It was essentially like the setup for that one was it's in the far flung future and in 2092 and the Olympics of the future is all video game stuff. Yeah. So it's like Greco Roman Tetris and Pokemon Shot Put and all this stuff like that. So yeah. it's kind of not really about esports. Yeah. And, um, so we, yeah, when we're sort of naming the shows, it's really important. But this one definitely, um, I think just for people to look at it who don't, who haven't talked to us about it at all, just see the flyer or something like that. It's probably a bit more accessible. They go, Hey, I've seen a movie. <laughs> I'll get this show. It'll be great. Or there might be people who will walk past and go, I've never seen a movie. I would love I would love that if there's someone. Like, so one of my friends, Dion, he's shocking with pop culture. And you talk about a film, he's like, I haven't seen any films. And then sometimes he just laughs along anyway. It's like, oh, yeah, total recall. Yeah. I mean, you're, say- you're saying that your brother, who's the other half of the Game Boys, actually works at a cinema. That's why I can't be here today, right? Yes, yes. He uh, manages. Researching. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. 15 years, he's been researching. He's played the long game, which is good. God, so you're both... Movie nerds. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. I'm trying not to mention anything geeky that Eddie and you will just vibe out on Great. for the next half hour. Don't mention Marvel or DC. Or well, he's already called it the Game Boy Cinematic Universe, which I thought was pretty clever. Yeah. So, because then he can expand upon that in future iterations. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've already come this far. I'm so sorry. And now we could retroactively but, do that yeah. as well. <laughs> now, um, or, or, as your brother is your writing partner and, and everything like that, what is it like to work so closely with? your sibling in such a you know the comedy festival every night do you get on your nerves like your siblings usually would still or? we are uh, during the writing process like we spend a lot of time on our script like it goes through a lot of iterations and we sort of start writing we kind of formulate the idea towards the end of the year before and then really get stuck into the script writing january february and we only really locked down the script like three weeks ago um <clears throat> but you know it's it's kind of really fun just having someone you just try- like the whole writing process is you just trying to make each other laugh. So mm. that's like really, really fun. And we have moments, particularly during rehearsals, when you both have a different sensibility of how the joke will work. And you go, no, 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 you need to have a little pause there and then say the thing. You go, no, no, I think I just say it straight away. So stuff like <laughs> that, that you fight, fight over a bit. Um, but for the most part, we, we get on so well and we have such similar sense of humor that it's, um, a really, it's really, really fun doing the whole writing process. It's great. Do you, do you have another sibling or maybe, a, maybe a, 
parent or your dad who just tries to get in there. You know, I'm pretty funny too, guys. <laughs> I mean, we can make this a trip. Oh, we mind we mind our parents a lot for a lot of material, like yeah. just old stories. Like uh, we have sort of. In all of our shows, we've kind of told stories from the past because we have a big sort of nostalgia tint to our thing. Yeah. Like, we love the 90s and that kind of stuff. Um, but, like, our mum, I remember one year when we went to Warner Brothers and they're doing the studio tour. Like, do anyone like to do the uh, Foley work today? Anyone? You, 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 the woman over there. And she's like, looking away, looking away. <laughs> the woman in the floral dress, you're not even looking at me. It's like, no, no, thank you, no. <laughs> so, we're like, that's a good inspiration. Let's just do that. That's great. That's it. Um, so, I think we're going to go to a song, but I, I devised a bit of a a game, um, thinking that you were going to come in with Eden. So, yeah. it's, it involves two people. So, now, Eddie, you're going to play the game as well. You <laughs> subbed in. Awesome. You don't have to be his brother. Or Weirdly, anything. this happens every week. It's so bizarre. <laughs> I always somehow get subbed into the game that I'm most likely going to lose. <laughs> Please play Fantastic. my game with me, man. <laughs> okay, this is Breaking Bread with Gus and Eddie on Sid. <laughs> 90.7. That was Keep Cut with Slush. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin. 90.7. Weird off-air chat there. <laughs> you work d- with Josh's girlfriend. Yes. Well, working still, and Ellen, well, I suppose your girlfriend, now that she's been named on air, <laughs> um, and is leaving you, for a bit greener pastures. And you date your boss. Uh, I suppose, no, was my boss. Whoa, okay. <laughs> which, which came first, the dating or the boss? <laughs> Um, this the is boss. A key. This is what, boss. Boss, the boss and then the dating. Oh, no. And then the moving of me into a different department. Into a, be- into a better job? <laughs> I guess so. Sure. Yeah, I'd like to move on, if that's okay. <laughs> okay, well, we, we can do that um, because I've uh, devised a game to play. Um, it was supposed to be with Josh, uh, one half of uh, Game Boy's duo yes. and his brother. But now, um, now I think it's... Between you two. Cool. Uh, I'm sure. Honorary Eden. Yeah. It's called Spin the Bottle. It's easy. It's easy. Easy fix. Don't start calling me Eden for the rest of the (laughs) So it's called Spin the Bottle. And uh, (laughs) um, basically, uh, I'm going to say something crazy that's happened to an actor or actress in Hollywood. And you guys tell me... um, which one of you this would likely happen to? Well, it's a good thing that I know Josh <laughs> so well. <laughs> Basically, if you if you don't want to be involved, if you want to distance yourself from it, say that the the other person because you guys don't know each other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So first one: documents discovered a few years ago show that the Playboy Mansion was linked to a number of movie star homes via underground tunnels. To be honest, I think given. Yeah, uh, keep going. Keep one going. of these stars yeah. was Jack Nicholson. Which one of you would have an underground tunnel to the Playboy Mansion? I think given the story that I just shared with Josh, I'm happy to cop this one. <laughs> to be fair, I don't like it. I don't, I'm, not in, I'm not super into that, but given the story information that we have now shared live on air, I'll cop that. What is about that real? That, that is apparently uh, correct. Great. So it's a myth. Just a great underground network of tunnels. Well yeah. done. Very, very smart. <laughs> Didn't know he's such an ex- excavator. What about what about out of you and your brother? Which one? I'd what? probably be me, I think. Yeah. He's too tall. So he couldn't fit through <laughs> to the go underground through any tunnels. tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't customise. It's like, no, this is the size of the tunnel. Cool. Yeah. He's never been on the other side of the Burnley Tunnel. <laughs> You're quite tall as yeah. well. and he's bigger than me, so... Oh. Cop that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you direct that at me because I, I'm half your size? 
<laughs> you looked directly at me and said that. Okay, what about this one? At South by Southwest in 2010, Bill Murray jumped over the other side of the bar and took over bartending duties. No matter what people ordered, he would serve them a shot of tequila. <laughs> so, um, beer, please, and no tequila. Which one of you would do that? That'd be you, Ed, I think. Yeah. I used to be- I was a bartender for six years. Yeah. So, that would make sense. But I- yeah, so I guess I was, you could say I was also a bad bartender. Well, if I, was I was just gonna, serving them the one drink. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite because I used to do bartending as well. So I would be very specific in giving them what they ordered. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't take much pride in that work. <laughs> so both of these first two have been you. You're coming across as quite hey. a drunken perv, man. <laughs> Fantastic. This is going to go great on my showreel. <laughs> in 2011, Al Pacino performed alongside Adam Sandler and David Spade in Jack and Jill. Which one of you would be more likely to perform alongside Sad Case David Spade? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm going to have to give this one to you, Josh. <laughs> I'd go with David Spade. Yeah? Yeah, he's great. He's getting he? old now, isn't he? What was his joke? Was Joe Dirt? That was Joe Dirt was a great crime. That was. I think they did the sequel as well that was like directed. Director streaming these days, isn't it? It's not even yeah. directed DVD. Yeah. yeah, I think he did a follow up to Joe Dirt. It's like Joe, come on, mate. Mud. <laughs> that- That's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm going to give you that one. Out of you and Eden, who would be Jack and who would be Jill? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I reckon Eden would be Jill and I would be Jack. Let's do that. Okay. Well, I've got a few others, a um, few other famous sibling duos that you can choose between. Great. For you, between you and Eden. So Maggie and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, I don't know much of their personalities. Well, all I know is Jake, in Batman. All I know is Jake Gyllenhaal like eats his bloody headphones. What? It's just a it's composite image of him with his headphones in in his mouth. Like he's you know people would put it in their mouth when they're doing hands free. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal loves that. That's it for you. I'm yeah, done. I'm yeah. done with Jake. I'm never exactly. seeing any of his movies ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so I'm not Jake Gyllenhaal then. Okay. So you're Maggie. When hands That's free fine. means She's hands a great free. Actress. Uh, yeah. She's terrific. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So I'll take, cr- I'll take credit. Yeah. I'll take credit for her um, acting work. Owen and Luke Wilson. Um, I think I would be Luke and Eden would be Owen. Ah. Uh, because I feel that Eden's a bit more performative than me, a bit more out there, and he would probably be out there saying, wow, yeah. a bit more than me. That was a lot more thought out answer than I was expecting. <laughs> He's got blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want on this show. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and the last one, um, you have a few to choose from here, so feel free to throw someone else you might know. You have Jim the- Carrey, Mariah Carey, and their <laughs> other brother, Drew. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll go... I'll take Drew Carey. Yeah. That's and- unfortunate. I'm sorry. If you, if you need some confidence, we're happy to, we're happy to give What's you a bit of... Buddy, you, you don't price is right. Like yeah, he hosts Price is right now. I want one of those little microphones on the stick. They look great. Um, I think Aid can go Jim Carrey. Because he's he's a good physical comedian. Do you want to throw anyone you know in there for Mariah? Oh, I'm happy to be Mariah. If yeah. I'm throwing myself as an honorary brother in this scenario, I'm Mariah Carey. Don't ruin Mariah Carey for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Uh, so Josh, uh, we've come to the end of the show, and uh, you've already done a bit of a pitch, a yep. little one. Um, 
but can you tell people like, how they can get their hands on some tickets yeah. to the show? Uh, uh, so, yeah, we're on at Acme uh, till the 7th, so only half of the festival, so make sure you're getting quick. Uh, sold out tonight, but we've got the tickets available for the rest of the festival till the 7th. Um, but, yeah, just jump on the website or and the Comedy Fest website, look up Game Boy Cinematic University. If you're a bit bored of straight stand-up, we have something different, but exciting. Uh, we've got some award noms under our belt as well, so there's some good pedigree there. Um, but, yeah, 7.15 at Acme till the 7th. And you don't have to have seen a movie. Not at all, no. Everything's all set up and explained and any jokes. Like, there's a few little nice little references and stuff in there, but um, we always do that. We move on really quickly, so no one's left behind. It's a, it's a very inclusive show and everyone's, <laughs> everyone's on board. That sounds fantastic. That was a really good promo. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'm, really I'm nailing the pitch. This is good. Yeah, it's okay. We can work on that again off air. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. We'll see you all next week. You've been listening to a Sin Media Podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye.